Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411. Today, we're going to start talking about deception. The cosmetic company, not just the word deception. That is the entire premise of <laughs> soap operas. Exactly. We're going to do a little um, reading from the dictionary on what deception means. Yes. Webster's Dictionary defines. <laughs> so a whole bunch of resources are going into this because there's no one playlist. But I really feel like this business has actually been a storyline. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just... No, I was surprised that there wasn't... I was expecting three playlists. One from when it mm-hmm. opened, one from when Laura and Carly rebooted, and then one from now. Right. Right. And there was not. You just had to kind of search and go around. Yeah. And it was hard to not get lost in the storylines that were happening at the same time because those were the good old days. And then to get answers, like you had to go into those stories. So... I have actually avoided the YouTube lists because, or the YouTube rabbit hole instead went down the Google rabbit hole. Oh, okay. And found who was the first face of deception on General Hospital, which was from thelist.com. And then we're going to use Soap She Knows, our tried and true General Hospital fandom, which doesn't even have, I don't want to say not that good of a story line or history written up it's just very brief and it talks about other storylines more than it does deception and there's a lot of very 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 relevant things missing so we went to curly q girls episode recaps but then she only goes up to 1996 so after that we have to go over to soapcentral.com general hospital recaps and search through all of those and then some characters had I looked for additional information in theirs because I was like, well, this doesn't say anything, but I bet their character write-up does. And it did. Yay. With some. And then 
some Wikipedias too, and soapcentral.com. And I think that's it. So we can get started with Deception Cosmetics is one of the local companies in the city of Port Charles. It is, and we're probably going to wind up using the travel guide. Yeah. On like the next episode or whatever. But to get us started, Deception Cosmetics is one of the local companies in the city of Port Charles. It's located inside the Metro Court Hotel, and it's currently owned by Lucy Coe and Sasha Gilmore. Lucy has 70%, Sasha has 30%. And it was founded by Julia Barrett, Scott Baldwin, and his late wife, Dominique Baldwin, who at the time was Dominique Tobe. Mm-hmm. Maxie Jones is the vice president and creative director, and Valentine Cassadine is the financier. Sasha is also the house model known as the, quote, face of deception. Brooklyn Quartermain was the first voice of deception and now social media manager. And Gladys Corbin is an office administrator. And their address is 1420 Quartz Lane, <laughs> Port Charles, New York. And so this gets us way back into 1992. So it's actually 30 years of deception this oh, year. yeah, they should totally Even that the campaign. Except it hasn't always been around, but we're going to yeah. get to that. <laughs> But Julia Barrett launched Deception in the 90s with Scott Baldwin and Dominique Stanton. Laura Weber was the former CEO and Elton Herbert was an assistant. Those two lines jumped eight years. Yeah. So then we go to Curly Q Girl and it kind of started New Year's Eve 1991 into 92 where Ruby was having a New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve toast with Scott Slick, Audrey, Steve, and Bobby and Tony, and Lucy arrived wearing her new perfume, and everyone loved it, and she starts asking for investors. Because you can't just say, thank you, I made it. <laughs> right, exactly. Would you like to buy some? But, like, my gut wanted to just go find that video, and then I was like, no, I have to. <laughs> but then it says, Lucy shows up wearing her perfume, which is now making everyone sick. The quarter means arrive, Alan and Monica dance and talk about how much Lucy smells. Poor Lucy. And then we really get going in 1992. So Lucy and Scott talk about deception. She wants him to get paid so they can use the money for the case of deception. There was, it was a trial that he was hoping to win. Yeah, I guess. And then Ned offers to buy Lucy's stock so she can have the cash to start her business. Her ELQ stock. You're right. Yes. I forgot to put that in there. Lucy tries to get Ruby to invest in deception. Scott tells Lucy that he is very suspicious of why Ned wants to buy their ELQ stock and Scott wants to buy Lucy's stock, but she turns him down. She would never give up part of ELQ until she absolutely had to. Yep. We all know that. She wants control. And then Lucy wants to take Scott to Warsaw. Oh, Poland. I'm like, where is Warsaw? That's a town I've never heard of. Sorry. Warsaw, Poland. So she can check out a perfume institute. Lucy and Scott get detained at the airport. Seems Lucy has bought senior citizens tickets to Poland and airport security does not believe for a second that they are senior citizens or Polish. Scott decides to believe in Lucy and springs for the tickets to Poland. Aw, that was nice of him. They weren't even together at this point. So then Lucy tells Scott that they will be rich as her trip to Poland paid off. Lucy wants to have an investor meeting for her perfume company at Kelly's. Because why wouldn't you do business in the middle of Kelly's? Lucy and Scott plot to woo investors. Lucy invites Edward to her investment meeting. Scott works over the Hardys at the meeting. Scott, Lucy and Scott's investors meet at Kelly's. Edward agrees to be one of Lucy's investors, pushing the rest to reconsider. After Bobby insults Lucy, they get into a food fight. Again, withheld 
going down YouTube. That would have been a good YouTube video. I did not see that one. Mm -mm. So then Dominique gives Scott and Lucy an idea for their perfume venture. Scott and Lucy want Connor to create a musical image for Deception. So, okay, Brooklyn's the first voice of Deception, but it sounds like this Connor guy was the first, like, musical. Mm -hmm. Like, there has always been a music element to Deception. At least at the the inception of Deception, there was (laughs) a musical element. Very nice. But right. You know, commercials, things like that. Mm -hmm. Lucy tells Scott of her new idea of an advertising campaign for the perfume. She meets with Wyndham's manager about carrying it, and he will only consider it if she has a big-time celebrity endorsement. So Lucy just made some up. Lucy tells Scott that Wyndham's is very close to making a deal with her, and Lucy hears Connor's song. Scott's not so sure about it, so they work on rewriting it. This one I did try to find and could not. I even went to the Music of General Hospital page and could not find it Aww. so kind of bummed about that lucy gets word that Wyndham's is going to finally carry deception lucy and scott meet with mr Wyndham again lucy and scott sign a contract but mr Wyndham wants photos of all the celebrity endorsers that lucy promised for the store lucy pays edward a visit just to give him an update on deception and she spills the beans to him that bill and julia's partnership is over lucy asks julia to do public relations for deception and that was bill Eckert. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if Julia was doing public relations for Eckert's or what. I'm not sure. So Julia meets with Scott and Lucy and agrees to take the deception PR job. Lucy goes to Scott for help to stall Wyndham's as they want all the celebrity endorsement photos she promised. Lucy asks Julia for help. Scott has an idea to help Lucy out of her deception jam. At Wyndham, Scott brings in regular people who happen to have celebrity names. Creative. Mr. Wyndham is not amused. Scott spins it as a deception, and Lucy and Scott get to keep their contract. Lucy and Scott announce at the Brownstone that they have their deal with Wyndham's. Lucy and Scott are having production problems with deception, and Lucy goes to Julia for help with the production problems. Lucy and Scott need to find a face of deception, Lucy suggests herself. Jenny wants to know what went down with Ned's dinner with Julia. And Julia suggests Dominique do some test shots for deception. Dominique and Lucy agree to take some test shots to see who will be better for deception. Lucy has her photo shoots. Dominique shines during her test shot. She was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Not that Lucy isn't, but like you just kind of figured she was going to be the model. Lucy drowns her sorrows at the PC hotel bar. Advertising agent Greg Bennett buys Lucy a drink and invites her to go back to New York City with him. Scott is surprised when Lucy has an about face about Dominique being right for deception. Lucy takes the job in New York City. Scott and Lucy argue about her taking off with someone she doesn't even know and her giving up on deception. Lucy wants Scott to buy her out. Scott and Lucy say goodbye. Scott thinks Lucy loves him, but she loves herself more. Scott offers Lucy a finder's fee for deception, but other than that, she gets nothing, as that was their agreement. Scott tells Julia that his and Lucy's partnership is over. Julia offers Scott financial backing to get deception into production. And then in April, Edward and Ned learn that Scott and Julia are now partners, and they start to have a deception casting call. Julia plans to go to New York City with Scott and Dominique. And they do model interviews for Deception. Dominique gets an attack of nerves during the photo shoot for Deception. The three of them then go to a nightclub in New York City. Dominique wants to know what Julia is doing to talk, what Julia is doing talking to Greg Bennett. 
and Scott gets the ball rolling on the packaging for Deception. Dominique, Julia, and Scott go to the nightclub again. And then Scott is angry when he finds out that Julia has been in contact with Greg Bennett. Scott apologizes for getting angry, and they agree not to use Greg's agency. And then in May, Julia sets up a promotional PR party for Deception, but Scott is very peeved that they have to pay for the party themselves. Dominique wants to give capital to the Deception venture. Dominique tells Julia that she wants a more active role in Deception. Julia and Scott freak out when their whole order of Deception perfume for the PR party has the name Perception on the boxes. The launch party for Deception gets underway. Deception is selling like hotcakes and Julia and Scott get word that other department stores are interested. What other department stores? I don't know. (laughs) And then in June, Scott offers Felicia the Deception office receptionist job. Felicia suggests making some changes for the office, which arcs Julia. And right off the bat, things aren't working out very well for Felicia. Dominique is going to back Deception in a new line of cosmetics and Felicia quits. Scott tells Julia he is going to Texas for De- Deception promotional trip, and Dominique goes along. Dominique, Dominique gets wild and crazy in a bar in Texas with Scott. Scott gets into a bar fight when he tries to drag the very drunk Dominique out of the bar, and they get arrested. Scott calls Julia to bail them out, but she's not there. He winds up breaking the phone, which prolongs his stay. Scott and Dominique are at each other's throats, and they find out that they have made the papers. Julia does get Scott and Dominique out and says that their escapades in Texas will likely cost them deception sales. And then in July, they make a trip to Hollywood. And I think that this was to get those photos that Mr. Wyndham wanted. Yes. So why this was not written up anywhere. Because it was hysterical. I don't know. Because... How I started my research was going to General Hospital Fandom and then watching the YouTube videos that we found. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, wait, I need more to that. Yes. So I went to Curly Q Girl. Not there. So I went back to the videos and I wrote my own write up. Wrote my own write up. The three of them are at a restaurant mm-hmm. trying to get in. It's, they did not call ahead for reservations. No. Because Scott said that they didn't need it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just make the reservation. Right. But then they let other people in without a reservation. But they were, you know... A little known people. Then John Stamos walks into the restaurant as John Stamos. Yes. And they start talking about him on Full House. So this was in 1992 and it was almost 10 years after Blackie had gone to jail. Scott references that he has been a fan of Blackie's since seeing him on General Hospital. So this is like the most Inception like mm-hmm. storyline because it's an actor who had previously been on General Hospital as a character being referenced to by a guy that's pretending to be a real person talking about the show that he's in. Yes. <laughs> Say that three times. Real no. <laughs> and then John makes a call to Mike Love of the Beach Boys. Mm-hmm. And he was running late for a photo shoot, which was to promote that he's their new drummer, which I had talked about. Yes. And then Scott tells him that he has the best hair on TV since Michael Landon. And if you don't know who that is, Go to Google, Highway to Heaven. There you go. Thank you. And John agreed to pose for a photo with them. And as they were, they accidentally knock into a server who dumps spaghetti on John's head. And then they start referencing an actor named Will Schreiner. Did you hear that? Mm Mm-mm. Okay. It's actually Ken's brother. Oh, that's cool. So the actor who plays Scotty's real-life brother portraying himself as a person. A famous person. Okay. On the show. 
and Julia Barrett, Dominic Taub, and Scott Baldwin went on the home show to talk about their hit perfume and how it began. Yes. They talk about Scott's time in prison in Texas. That was all they wanted to talk about. Yes. They totally. And he was kind of camera shy. He was. He was not ready. Well, he was late first because he went to like make sure he looked okay. Yeah. And then they sat him down and he did not know what to say. And they totally bombarded him with, you've been in jail how many times? And what time was that? And Dominique was not helping because she's like, well, that was the other time he was in jail. Yep. <laughs> like, no, no, just stop. Poor Julia. She's like, both of you just sit here and be quiet and I will talk. So the home show was an actual show on ABC from 1988 to 1994. So kind of like how whenever they brought back Pickle Isla on the Chew. Yes. Kind of similar thing going on here with Deception. Mm -hmm. To help promote Deception on the show, they took to the streets of Port Charles to get people's... Which made no sense, but okay. So the first person that they have is... Felicia Cummings, mm-hmm. who says it's nasty. It stinks. She used to work for the company, but Julia Barrett fired her for spending too much time with her child, but no hard feelings. So the irony of that is the daughter that she was, quote, spending too much time with as the receptionist of deception is now the vice president of that company. There you go. And creative director. Then they go to Sean Donnelly, who says, I don't wear perfume, but if I did, I would pick a more su- subtle fragrance. To which Tiffany steals the microphone and says hi to Will, asks if he remembers her from her movies, lets him know that she's now a reporter in Port Charles, and they just start rambling about some run-in that she had with him. Yeah, she just starts going on about gossip and how it would be great if he could get her a co-hosting gig somewhere. And then Bobby is happy with deception, and she thought that her husband was crazy for investing. Yeah, because Scotty had given her a lot of trouble over the years, but it's bound to be a big hit. And then... The hosts ask about like the different lines that it was only for female. And they're like, oh, no, we actually have a male fragrance coming out. And it's going to be Deceptions Scandal for Men. I love the name of that. And then Dominique gets up and says, or chimes in and says, we have a line of lingerie in development. And they're like, oh, tell us more about it. And she's like, I'll show you. (laughs) And she was wearing like a black skirt and a black jacket. And she stood up and took off her black jacket mm-hmm. and it revealed that she was wearing like a lacy top. Yeah. Like it looked like a lacy, t- like thick strap tank top, like right. sleeveless type shirt, but like plunging neckline, but mm-hmm. not like too, too low. And she said, is it a blouse or a teddy? Deception undercover lets you decide just how much you can get away with. Does it say bedroom or does it say boardroom? With Deception Undercover, we will let you become chairman of the board no matter where you are or who you're with. And she took off her skirt. She was standing there in just the teddy. Yep. And that reporter seemed to enjoy it very much. He wanted one in every color. (laughs) He did. And so that was really it, though, for 1992. Like, it doesn't talk about what happened when they came back from the trip or anything like that. So we don't know anything until 1993. Yes. So in January, Lucy wants Julia to let her back into Deception. Julia offers her the Deception Spa Manager position. When did they open a spa? We don't know. Julia offers her the Deception Spa Manager position. Lucy tells Scott she is staying in PC to manage the spa. Julia hopes that Jenny will come to the party for Deception Spa opening as she designed it. Well, I guess that it opened in January 2019-93. Ooh, that's painful to say those oh, years. Okay. 
And then in February, Lucy has a new investment opportunity for ELQ. She is trying to get some of Port Charles to invest in her new perfume idea. As you're looking at these old dates, though, do you ever think about how old you were at that time? Mm-hmm. But then some of the significant dates that, so like there was one day that it happened on April 27th, like 1996. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that is six years to the day before my son was born. And I never would have Right. You know, it's like the whole thing that you live on your death date every year and you don't know when it's going to happen. But we're also not going to have to reflect on that after oh we die. <laughs> oh, yeah. You pass the anniversary of your death every year, too. Oh, In addition to your birthday, you don't God, <laughs> have you never, never had that thought in my entire life. But thank you for that now. <laughs> but also the important dates, like <laughs> anniversaries and things like that, that you're like, wow, I was 12 and never knew that this day was going to be so important in my life. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> did you go to April? <laughs> I think, did you read February? Yeah. Okay. I'm assuming Lucy had a new, um, I was going to say flavor, a new sense that she was trying to get backing for. Yep. And then in April, Dominique thinks that Scott and Julia should look for a new model for deception. And she was sick at this point. And remember she recorded a video for Serena. Mm -hmm. Has Serena ever seen that video? I don't believe so. Unless it was on Port Charles. Oh, yeah. That happened there. And I didn't watch that. Nope. Okay. And then in May, Julia takes down Dominique's photos at Deception Spa. Dominique, oh, Dominique passed away. <laughs> I'm sorry. So there's going to be a lot of stuff like that that we are not getting. Because we're not talking about Dominique. But yeah, no. she she did pass she away. She passed away. And Dominique's will is read. And Lucy is given 10% ownership of Deception. Scott is given the rest of her estate in the amount of $100 million. Which is why... Why is Scotty not loaded now? Like when Franco was talking about needing money to fix the pipes in the house and Scott was like, well, I can help you. That would have been a good time to be like, remember, I have that $100 million for my late wife. I mean, I've gone through some of it, but I can surely lend you a few thousand to fix the pipes in your house. It's okay. Right. Julia, Lucy, and Scott discuss getting a new model for Deception. Lucy thinks Scott should write back to Catherine. Lucy thinks Brenda would be a great model for Deception and wants to set up a test shoot for her. Julia shoots down Lucy's idea to use Brenda in Deception's new campaign. Brenda gets ticked when Julia tells her that she is not going to consider Brenda for the new Deception model. And Julia confronts Lucy about doing test shots of Brenda behind her back. Mm Mm-mm. Does not go well. Julia then tells Brenda that she will think about letting her model for deception. Lucy tells Scott that he can't go to New York City with Catherine and she's a big fat fake and quizzes her about what school she went to with Dominique. So Catherine had come into town and said that she was Dominique's like college roommate or best friend or something Mm -hmm. like that. And Lucy wasn't buying it. Ned thinks that Julia should give Brenda a shot. Oh, and Brenda is Julia's sister. Yes at the deception modeling gig and Lucy convinces Julia to use Brenda as the model for deception. And Lucy fills Brenda in on the photo shoot at the gym. That's such a good photo shoot. Anyway, August Julia tells Brenda that they are going to be revealing the new deception ad campaign in Montreal. Scott thinks Catherine would be perfect for the job since she has a PR background. Brenda and Karen come to blows when Brenda reveals she read the card that came with Karen's flowers, which has nothing to do with whatever, but I love any mention of Karen. 
I just forgot to delete a sentence that didn't fit. I thought you left it in there just for me. Thanks. No. Julia gives Catherine everything she needs for her trip to Montreal for deception. And Catherine makes a plan to meet a mystery man in Montreal. Lucy finds out Catherine is in Montreal representing deception. Scott gives Lucy a peace offering. Lucy asks Scott what kind of negotiating he had to do to handle Catherine's debt. Catherine is back in town with the news that deception was hit was the hit of the perfume expo. Lucy wants Catherine to leave town now, but she wants to stick around and talk with Julian in Julia. Oh, I'm adding extra people here. Sorry. She wants to stick around and talk with Julia in person when she returns. And then just as she is about to leave, Julia offers Catherine the director of public relations at Deception, and Lucy flips out. Catherine agrees to stay and thinks about taking the job at Deception, which she eventually does. And pretending to bury the hatchet, Lucy takes Catherine to lunch at Kelly's. And Lucy asks more questions about Catherine's late husband. And Lucy starts to plot against her. And she finds out that there were like a lot of lies that Catherine had been telling and is furious that Julia will not fire her. And then in December, Jason Quartermain mm-hmm. suggested to Brenda that she take an interest in the business side of deception. And then 1994, in January, Lucy is a real pill at Brenda's photo shoot for deception. Brenda tells Lucy that she would love to get involved in the business side of deception. And Brenda tells her about her plan to get involved in the business. And Lucy discourages her. She also later tells AJ her plans. During this time is when Damien and Lucy had the bet going on that he could seduce any woman of Lucy's choosing. And we talked about that a little bit with like yes. the Allen thing. Mm-hmm. But so I feel like that's written way harsher than how. Okay. Lucy absolutely did not want Brenda in the business aspect of it, but she did kind of make a good case. She was like, get your degree. Right. Finish school. Don't just, you know, leave and get involved in this. She's like, get your degree, focus on that. And I feel like she kind of, it was like, said, we'll talk about it. Yeah. You know, but my sister-in-law's dad started his own business and for her to have her position, he made her earn it. Like she had to go to school. She had to get the education. She got firsthand learning also of how to run the company while she was doing it, but she did not get her high ranking position just handed to her because of who she is. Like she has other siblings that aren't involved in the management, but she earned her position of she's essentially taking over the business now, but he made her earn it. Yeah. He was like, Nope, you're not just getting it. Sorry. And then in February, Brenda pesters Lucy about getting involved in the business aspect of deception. Again, basically, it's kind of ongoing yes. for a little bit. Uh, and then in April, Lucy wants Damien's help to get deception back. She wants him to buy it for her. Sure. How do women get men to just <laughs> buy things like that for them? Lucy threatens to expose the bet if he doesn't. That's I mean, how. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> if only I started blackmailing people. When that backfires, Lucy tells him all she wants is a simple loan from him. And then in May, Brenda is distracted at her photo shoot for Deception, and later Sunny shows up. Lucy gives her a pep talk. Did you watch that one? I did. She she was dressed hardly. She was hardly dressed. She was wearing a thing of flowers. And he walked in and was trying to calm her down about the events that had happened where she could have been kidnapped and there was people being killed and whatever. And she was trying to be strong and tell him she couldn't do this anymore and she wanted to be done. But it's sunny. She couldn't help fantasizing about him. Yeah. And she kept picturing him everywhere behind the yeah. camera, at the door, whatever. She was definitely, definitely distracted there. 
And then Damien stops by the photo shoot, photo shoot to see Lucy in action. And Lucy shows Damien the deception sales numbers, but he wants to know what's in it for him if he helps her. And he tries to get in touch with Julia regarding the proposal. He is sure she will find interesting. And then Damien tells Catherine that he wants ELQ to buy deception. And Catherine is game to help him convince the Qs. Lucy tells Kevin about her plan to have Damien help her buy deception. And Catherine goes to Edward with the idea about purchasing deception. And then in May, Catherine tells Ned about her and Damien's idea to buy deception. Damien wants Ned to be the one that tells Lucy that ELQ bought deception. Ned and Damien celebrate their victory. By the way, Ned had no idea about all the other stuff going on. Mm -hmm. So he thought Lucy was going to be like, yay. Right. Uh Uh-uh. Damien feigns shock when Lucy accuses him of stabbing her in the back about the deception deal. Ned persuades Brenda to keep mum for a while longer about she had found out that he was Eddie Maine in the meantime. And when Brenda learns about ELQ buying deception, she tears into Ned for stealing her birthright. It's not really your birthright if your sibling created it, right? No. Okay. Your parents. It's not like, or generational even. Exactly. Okay. Just yep, making sure. Catherine plots to drive Lucy wild by working some PR for deception. And then in June, Catherine pays Lucy a visit at deception and reminds her that Ned's appointment of her was on a trial basis and she had better keep the company in the black. Lucy speaks with Damien and Ned about deception. She now wants a contract to protect herself from Catherine. And Catherine wants to talk with Ned before he makes a decision on Lucy's contract. She wants Ned to consider appointing her as the head of deception. Ned agrees to talk with Edward. Catherine asks Edward to make Lucy step down at deception after she and Ned are married. (sighs) Sorry. (laughs) And we talked all about that during the Ned and Lois thing. (laughs) Or during Lois. I don't even... Listen, guys, we don't remember what we've done so far. I think it was during... Yeah, it was during Lois because we were talking about Lois jumping out of the cake. Yes. At the birthday. And the fact that he the other Mrs. Mrs. Quartermain. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Ashton. Ashton. <laughs> yes. Because he wasn't a Quartermain. Oh my goodness gracious. Okay. So then in July, Lucy tries to sway Lila to go to bat for her where deception is concerned. And Catherine agrees to hand over the Conway evidence at the next ELQ board meeting after she is given the deception CEO position. Catherine tells Edward about her wanting to take over deception. And later Catherine goes and personally tells Lucy that she's out. And Lucy wants to know, what does Catherine have on the quarter mains? Mm-hmm. At the ELQ board meeting, Damien tells Lucy that she should prepare herself to lose deception. And Lucy is officially head out as head of deception. But Catherine tells her she can remain with the company, reporting to her, of course. Mm-mm. Catherine turns over the evidence to the Qs, but reminds Ned, no divorce tomorrow. Damien thinks that Lucy just needs to bide her time and Catherine will need her. Catherine informs Lucy about her new role at Deception, and Lucy tells her she still needs her. No, Lucy, you were supposed to wait for Catherine to realize that, not tell her. Then Brenda learns that Catherine is now running things at Deception. Lucy tells her that Catherine is auditioning a bevy of blondes to replace her, and Brenda and Lucy vow to get Catherine. Lucy tells Damien that he should be worried as the ELQ stockholder that Catherine would ruin Deception. Sunny insists to Brenda, no matter what happens at Deception, She's a contender. Brenda tells Ned, because she had been complaining about, like, everything that was going on. Right. Brenda tells Ned that he has to get Catherine not to replace her at Deception. 
Catherine tells Ned that she was not planning to replace Brenda. She just wants to make her sweat. Brenda cries again to Sunny about possibly being replaced. And Sunny tells her, play it right and just play right into her hands. She needs to act like she does not need deception and that she is willing to walk when her contract is up. Brenda tells Catherine that she does not have, does not care about keeping the gig and that she has a better offer when she is, when her contract's up. Catherine backs backtracks and wants to renegotiate her contract. Then Edward gets upset about the anti-incinerator article in the paper. And I feel like we did talk about that at some point about something. Mm -hmm. Ned arrives at deception to show Damien the article. He is furious. Catherine arrives and Lucy loves watching Ned ream her out about not doing a good enough job at PR. Catherine insists they need to neutralize Laura because she had something to do with all that over there. Somebody's always trying to neutralize Nora. (laughs) neutralize Laura. I cannot talk, even though I know words. (laughs) So in August, Damien challenges Lucy to a second bet. He tells her that he could get deception for her. He finally gets her to brag that she could get any man to sleep with her, and he selects Luke. Lucy is appalled. Kevin scolds Lucy when he sees her talking with Luke at the Outback. She had better not be considering the bet. Brenda calls Julian... Nope. Brenda calls Julia and learns that Damien was the one who put the idea in Ned's ear for ELQ to buy Deception. Brenda reports to Lucy about how Damien was behind the ELQ takeover of Deception, and Lucy arrives at Kevin's house ranting about Damien and Deception. She wants revenge on Damien. Kevin tries to persuade her to ignore Damien, but she calls him wanting to meet. Lucy accepts Damien's bet to seduce Luke, and she will get Deception back. She has three months when Luke gets back into town. Lucy spots Luke. Kevin tells her that if she leaves him to pursue Luke, then don't bother to come back. Lucy doesn't believe him and pays Luke a visit. She wants to team up with him to get Damien. She tells him about the bet to seduce him. Luke does not trust her, but he tells her he will think about it. Luke asks Alan his opinion of Lucy, which was probably not very good. Right. And they're talking about Kevin. That is Kevin Collins. Yes. And and during all of this is when Kevin and Lucy started dating. Mm -hmm. And she always called him Doc. Doc. I did. I like them together. Me too. In September, Ned asks Lucy not to reveal the truth about Catherine. Ned admits that Catherine was blackmailing him and he proposes to reinstate her as head of deception. If she'll just wait. Lucy is bad at that though. Yeah. Lucy gets Edward to reinstate her as the head of deception. Lucy gives Catherine the heave-ho out of the company. And Catherine learns that Lucy dug into her past too. Kevin offers his congratulations to Lucy and he thinks that he can that now she can stop the bet without deception being in the pot. But Lucy has no intention of stopping the bet because she does not like to lose. And he does not understand her, but agrees to go and celebrate with her. And then Brenda celebrates with Lucy about Catherine being out of deception. Catherine visits the improving Damien at the hospital, crying about losing deception and her fake ring because Ned had given her like a $200 ring or something. Mm -hmm. And she had threatened to keep it or whatever. And they're like, go ahead. (laughs) it's fake. Damien thinks that Catherine should make the cues call her bluff and then had to cut that short because it just wound up being a whole bunch of ELQ stuff with Catherine and Damien and it really didn't play into deception. Yeah. So, so that just takes us right into 1995. So Catherine plots the worst day of Lucy's life. She has contacted the BWC. That's beauty without cruelty that I meant. I spelled out later on forgetting that it was up there. Okay. 
with an anonymous tip that Deception is testing products on animals. She also tips WLPC to the news. Tiffany and her camera descend on the PC hotel about the animal cruelty. Ned and Lucy assure the press that Deception has never tested their products on animals, and Lucy assures Ned that Deception is not guilty as Catherine gloats. Lucy and Ned plan damage control. You know what I find interesting is that, so the original Deception was, their office was located in the Port Charles Hotel, but that burned down. Mm -hmm. And they still went to the Metro Court Mm -hmm. instead of just finding, okay. Those are the best I'm, offices. I'm trying to figure out, like, okay, were they closed at the time that the Port Charles Hotel burnt down? And so, therefore, the Metro Court was Carly. So, is that why they... No, because... Okay. Mm, mm, Stop. Mm, <laughs> I just answered my own question that you might not get the answer to until next week. Sorry. So, then in February, Lucy tells Kevin that the animal rights protesters are now throwing water balloons at her which she should be thankful for because I have heard that occasionally they will throw red paint. Yes. So I'll take the water balloons. Mm-hmm. Lucy invites the head of Beauty Without Cruelty to take a look around Deception, and AJ tries to charm her. Lucy then thanks AJ that she has not heard a peep from the organization, so she thanks him for whatever he did, and Lucy pegs Catherine as the one that sicked the BWC on her. Damien asks Scully to sabotage Deception, deceptions shipping scully asks why not have sunny do it damien explains luke's friendship with lucy scully will get back to him damien and Catherine exchange valentine's gifts and he tells her that he thinks scully will do the deed on deception since it would merely since it would meld nicely with whatever it is that scully has planned for port charles scully tells damien that he is in to help him set up lucy and lucy starts having shipping issues And then Lucy just starts having a lot of shipping and ordering problems that suddenly start happening. And she couldn't figure out that it was someone else, please. In March, Lucy tells Luke that she thinks deception is being sabotaged. She asks him to snoop around for her. Harry lets Sunny know that it was Scully who's putting the heat on Lucy. And Lucy tells Kevin that Luke is looking into her deception woes. She suspects Damien is behind her problems. Sonny tells Luke about Scully being behind Lucy's problems, and Sonny wants a chance to take care of it. Sonny confronts Damien about asking Scully to go after Lucy, and Damien claims he does not want a war started, he just wanted a job done. Luke tells Lucy about Scully being the source of her trouble, and that he was hired by Damien. Luke and Lucy team up. Ned has questions for Lucy regarding the deception crisis, and she tells him that Damien is sabotaging her, but she's handling it. Lucy is not, um, Kevin is not happy about Lucy's plan to get Damien and walks out on her. Lucy puts the get Scully plan in motion. Oh, I like that. And then in April, Lucy tells Luke that deception inventory was stolen by Scully as planned. Luke reminds Lucy that she cannot tell Kevin the details of their plan so that they don't get to Scully. And at Luke's club, Lucy cries to Scully about deception. She drops hints about her next shipment to Chicago. Luke and Sonny make a plan to get their hands on some illegal drugs to spike the deception shipment. That is such a hard phrase to say. <laughs> to bust Scully. A drunk Kevin finds Lucy and Sigmund in the bathtub together. That's the bathtub. And if you did not know, Lucy, for the previous Thanksgiving, had <laughs> ordered a turkey and got a duck delivered. A live duck. Yes. Aww, and she named him Sigmund because of Doc. Yes. She tell 
He tells her that he had an interesting conversation with the guys about her, and she is worried that he spilled the beans about her and Luke's plan. He does not prove of anything that she's doing, but he hates being without her. And they end up in the tub together. Aww. I would never take a bath with a duck. No, me neither. That is not rubber. <laughs> like, rubber ducky versus real live ducky. <laughs> so then Lucy winds up entertaining Scully, and he invites her himself into her apartment with the hopes of you know and <laughs> she stalls and eventually gets rid of him luke and mike put on a show and hijack the truck killing carrying his drug shipment sunny is worried about having the drugs in the club good call scully learns that his truck has been ambushed and luke tells lucy that the plant went off plan went off without a hitch lucy gives the keys to the deception truck to luke and mike and they load up the truck with the stolen drugs and set off in and set off to cleveland the deception truck is stolen from Mike and Luke, and Luke takes a superficial bullet wound to the arm. Sunny fills Harry in on the Scully plan. Lucy wakes up with Kevin. Wakes, wakes Kevin. Yep. <laughs> Lucy wakes Kevin up with all her worry about Luke's plan. And then they, Luke and Mike report the truck stolen, and they give a tip that it would have been Scully, and he'll be meeting the truck at the garage. Luke calls Lucy to meet him at the police station. They file a report about the truck being hijacked. And Bobby covers for Luke at GH for his gunshot wound. And Scully is busted by the PCPD. Luke, Lucy, and Mike take care of things at the police station. And Garcia brings Scully in. Lucy plays surprise to see Scully in handcuffs. And Scully accused Lucy of setting him up and threatens her. So for her safety, Luce... Lucy suggests taking a vacation with Kevin after Scully's arraignment. Scully wants to see Sunny ASAP. Meanwhile, Lucy gives Kevin a white rose and she wants him to take her away for the weekend. She tells him that Scully wasn't dressed for the drugs. Kevin wants to know what the hurry is to get out of town and he agrees, but she better tell him everything that happened. Luke wants to make sure that Lucy is on her way out of town. He wants to see her before she leaves. Lucy gloats to Damien and Catherine that Scully has been arrested and Catherine is worried that Damien could be implicated. Then Lucy's kidnapped. And Max saw the car race off from behind the outback with Lucy in it. And that is another 411 that we should do. Mac calls the PCPD and Kevin, telling them that Lucy had been kidnapped. Kevin goes to Luke about who nabbed Lucy, and Luke explains everything. Garcia questions Mac. Damien pays a visit, visit to Scully, wanting to know where Lucy is. Damien overhears where Scully has Lucy stashed. And Luke and Sonny are anxious for news on Lucy. Damien tells them he knows and he offers a temp temporary truce to ensure Lucy's safe return. And then in May, Scully questions Lucy about the setup. He wants to know who helped her steal the drugs and plant them. And Lucy makes up a story, of course. Sonny and Luke arrive at the warehouse where Lucy is being held. Frisco asks Felicia how long she wants him to stay. That was another accidental. Um, that's okay. Wasn't that about the baby? I, that, I think that was whenever what's her name was born. Probably Georgie was born, and then he was like, "Yep, what do you want me to do?" And she was like, "How about be a How dad be for a minute?" Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Sunny distracts Sully while Luke rescues Lucy. Sunny and Scully put guns on each other and Mike, who follows them and takes a bullet for Sunny. Lucy comes clean with Ned about all of Deception's problems and how Scully and Damien were involved. Ned warns her that she will have to make a formal report to the ELQ board and Edward will not be as forgiving as he is. Kevin reminds Lucy that Catherine cannot reveal anything about the deception sabotage to the ELQ board unless she wants to incriminate herself. Lucy decides to head Catherine off at the pass and warns her not to make trouble for her. 
At the ELQ board meeting, Lucy explains to the Qs about Deception's woes. Catherine does her best to point the finger at Lucy's poor management, but the Qs keep Lucy in place as CEO. Then in 1995, Lucy and Catherine wind up in the same sauna at Deception. Brenda, but we don't know what happened other than that one sentence. Brenda does a photo shoot for Deception, and Lucy is not happy with the concept for the shoot or Brenda's energy. Brenda and Sunny had just broken up, and so Brenda's falling apart. Lucy gives her a little bit of advice, and Brenda's like, I don't care, I love Sunny. Damien wants Lucy's Deception to create a fragrance to be sold exclusively at his Deco outlets. Looked for Deco, could not find it. Oh. Anything, anything. And it's talked about a substantial amount of time yeah. then justice tells the foundation gang that laura and, and laura that damien is behind daco and justice agrees arranges a meeting with damien luke tells lucy that her pal damien is causing trouble again lucy tells him about damien's proposed venture with her deception she agrees that she does not want any trouble from the foundation again and she tells them that she will turn down the offer However, in October, she accepts the proposal for the fragrance for Deco, and Lucy gets him the specs in November. And then in 1996, Edward bellows to Ned about Deception's plummeting sales. I can just see it in my head. <laughs> he is ready to sell it. Lucy mistakes Jax for a male model mm-hmm, and gets him out of his shirt. Lucy ponders if Jax would want to buy Deception for his own Jax cosmetics. Mac warns her that Jax is a shark that dismantles companies. Again, could not find a single thing about Jax cosmetics. Oh, there's YouTube videos on that. There is, but not anything written. And I was not. I, I didn't go there either because I knew yeah. it was going to take me in a different direction. But there are YouTube videos about Jax but they're cosmetics. But not really about, not in the same way of like actual information. It's yeah. just like stuff. It's, yeah, it's him and Brenda. Oh, okay. Basically. So, nothing wrong with that. But Lucy makes a play to Jax regarding a merger between Deception and Jax Cosmetics. Edward wants Ned to get rid of Deception. Brenda wants to strike a deal with Jax to make Sunny jealous. Ned tells Lucy that ELQ will be getting rid of Deception. And later, Lucy pleads her case to Edward and he lays out a proposition for her and she goes to Jax to reach a deal. Jax gives Lucy the go for a deal between his Jax Cosmetics and Deception. Lucy tells Edward that she has raised the money to buy Deception, but she will not be selling her ELQ stocks to him in the process. Edward tells her that the deal is dead until Lucy offers him more money from her and her partner. Edward finds out who is backing Lucy. He calls Catherine and asks her if she wants to be the co-owner of Deception. Mm. Catherine accepts Edward's offer of Deception in exchange for her ELQ stock. Edward and Catherine stick it to Lucy. Catherine has a pang of guilt for taking deception from Lucy. I'm sure it was barely. It, it like, was like uh, a fleeting moment. Exactly. It was like, oh, oh, like chipped a nail type of regret. Kevin comforts Lucy. Kevin encourages her to get even, which is not usually like Kevin. No, nope. so I like that. Mac and Kevin disagree on who was wrong in the takeover of deception. Because Mac was dating Catherine at the time. Mm-hmm. Yuck. Lucy cleans out her office at deception and Jax arrives and Lucy's angry that he did not tell her about the bad blood between him and Edward. Because that's why Edward turned the whole thing down, because he found out who was backing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lucy could have got ownership of deception another way. Lucy wants to team up and put the screws to both Edward and Catherine, and they decide to use Brenda in the first part of their plan. And Lucy asks Brenda to step down as the face of deception and be the face of Jack's cosmetics. This is where the videos like we're talking about. So it's really more, I watched a little bit, but it was like, it didn't say, 
they special, like they carry foundation or something because, oh, Lucy actually mentions it because I did watch for a second. Oh, because Brenda was having dinner with Jax and she was kind of like hinting around. And then she's like, it's not like you have a cosmetics company or something on the side. And then she's like, oh my gosh, you're the owner of Jax Cosmetics? Nope. (laughs) Then this is when Lucy is like, yeah, he was pretending to be a model just to kind of, you know, spy on the quote competition. Mm -hmm. And Lucy says that they don't really have competition because they don't have the same market. Deception is strictly fragrances and bath products and never got into the makeup line like Jax did. And then they start talking about the possible merch. Got it. Lucy asks Jax for a position for herself and Jax wants Lucy's 10.63% of ELQ stock and then his company is hers. Lucy needs time to think. Jax tells Brenda he plans on trading his perfume company to Lucy in exchange for her ELQ stock. Lucy agrees to Jax's deal of his cosmetic company for her stock. Catherine starts her new reign at Deception as well. The Quartermains learn that Jax is ELQ's new stockholder. Ha ha ha. Lucy gloats to Catherine that she owns Jax Cosmetics, and Catherine wants to renew renew Brenda's contract with Deception, but Brenda is quick to tell her that she is pondering another offer. Lucy and Catherine fight over Brenda. Lucy faces off at the Deception Spa when Catherine assumes control over one of Lucy's fragrances in development called Heat. Lucy is livid with her chemist and wants to steal the formula back from Catherine. Kevin gives Lucy an idea about how to trip Catherine up with the perfume they are fighting over. Lucy gets her chemist to tinker with the heat formula. At the cues, Lucy tricks Catherine into putting on the tainted heat perfume. Catherine begins to make a stink. The next day, Catherine pulls a little switcheroo with Lucy's perfume in her purse, and Lucy is the stinky mess within 15 minutes. On June 18th, with her deception contract expiring, both Catherine and Lucy pay Brenda a visit. Brenda wants more time to decide between the two companies. Lucy learns that Catherine has gone behind her back and put deception favors at the nurse's ball place setting. She replaces them with hers. In July, Brenda tells Jax that she has decided to sign with Jax Cosmetics. Mac and Catherine disagree on Brian being a model for deception, and Brian agrees to think about it. We don't know who Brian is. In October, Catherine meets with Jax about the wedding plans to Brenda. She pockets a copy of Brenda's Jax cosmetic tour itinerary. While the wedding guests wait, Lucy pegs Catherine has been trying to sabotage Brenda's promo tour of Jax cosmetics. And then in December, Catherine is in the hospital and worried that her career at deception is done and that Lucy is ready to pounce. Mac wants to make sure Lucy will not go after deception while Catherine is in the hospital. I mean, turnabout's fair play. She should do what she needs to do. But in 1997, in the lobby, Mac runs into Lucy, and she had drawn up a statement to Catherine agreeing not to take over deception while Catherine was off her feet. Because Lucy doesn't play that way, though, because she wants it to be a fair fight, and she wants to win. She doesn't want to take advantage of someone being in the hospital, and that's how she gets the company. She would have no satisfaction in that. She'd be like, and that's exactly why she didn't do it. Right. So then there was literally nothing else the rest of the year until 1998 in April. Catherine is talking about deception to Stefan, but he is not paying attention. And on April 22nd, Jax tells V that it's Secretary's Day and he has planned a day at the deception spa for her. And December 3rd, Catherine says that her office is being renovated. Wow, they really did like nothing. They really did nothing. I 
literally had to click through every single week of the soapcentral.com's recaps to even get just even find. And I searched three words. I searched deception, Catherine and Lucy just to see, cause they're not always going to say deception, deception. Right, deception. right. And they didn't. And then in 1999, on April 1st, Catherine asked Nicholas to drop by her office tomorrow so they could discuss him taking over as PR. And this is when she was dating him. And Nicholas is surprised that she would consider him for the job, but she says that he's a quick learner and she just likes being around him. And then on the 28th, Catherine arrives at Jax's penthouse and found out that he had a business offer for her. Jax divulged to Catherine that he knew of Deception's recent great strides and their new promotional campaign set to begin next month. Nicholas is quick. Because, I mean, this was 27 days that he pulled this all around for May. Mm-hmm. Good job. Catherine is worried that Jax is making threats to raid Deception, assured him that she would not make it easy for him. And being clear that Deception was of no interest to him, Jax offered to free up some of her valuable time by taking her ELQ stock off her hands at a considerable profit, of course. Considering that Jax had recently attempted to acquire some of the Cassidyne fortune, Catherine promised not only to give some thought to the offer, but to find out what Jax was really up to. And then in May, a suspicious Catherine was intrigued by Jax's offer to pay top dollar for her ELQ stock. Edward asked Ned to protect Catherine's shares from Jax, but Ned was in no hurry to help Edward. Ned approaches Catherine to lay the groundwork for getting Jax his stock back, only to find her as cocky as ever. He tells her that she is a sellout for trying to force the Quartermain's hand and that all of her pleasantries with Edward were a ploy on both their parts. Ned threatens to feed Catherine to the wood chipper by destroying her company if she doesn't sell her stock back to the family at face value. Catherine says that if Ned speaks for Edward and they intend on making such threats that they will see that she doesn't give in to them. Ned puts the icing on the cake. Mark your calendar. In six months, deception will be ruined. And that was in May. And then Catherine died in October. (laughs) (laughs) And and it had nothing to do with Ned saying that. Right, right. But there was literally nothing else. But I was like, okay, I know that Catherine dies this year. So Catherine's dead. Catherine's dead. That's where we're ending for this week because I'm sure they're all wondering, okay, well, if she died, what happened? How do we still have it now? Where do we go from here? Did Ned kill her? He did not. He did not. It was just irony. (laughs) So. She didn't know she was living on her death day or close to her death day. When he gave her that six months. Man. Yep. He was being extra generous because she was dead before that. So, yeah. So, that is... Part one of Deception. We will come back next week and talk about the new management and where they've gone from there. But in the meantime, join us on Monday and see if anything is happening new at Deception this week. So have a good weekend. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom. 
mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.